Hello, my name is Paula Siskanik. I'm the host of the Catholic Homeschool Community. I'm a wife and mom of seven grown children who have, yes, flown the coop of my not-so-perfect homeschool. I homeschooled for over 25 years, and in that time as well, I coached hundreds of families. You know, I would get this question very often. They'd say to me, you know, who has time for poetry or drama, Paula? You know, Maybe you are like these families. You, you want to include poetry and a bit of drama, but you barely make it through the day. After all, with all the other important subjects, you know, the ones like the ones that really matter, like math and grammar, right? Well, I'd like to be so bold as to say that poetry and drama can actually be more important than even the core subjects. Did you really say that, Paula? Yes, I did. You know, I've always included poetry and drama in my very own homeschool, even for my littlest ones. I'm convinced that they are necessary foundational skills in the development of your child's basic language skills, because poetry builds strong language foundations. My absolute go-to favorite poetry collections are Harp and Laurel Wreath, edited by Laura Burquist, and Favorite Poems, Old and New, compiled by Helen Ferris. Both are lovely books with plenty of poems to choose from, and they're divided up either by subject matter and, as in the case of Harp and Laurel Wreath, even by age appropriateness. In particular, I recommend that you choose poems that are age appropriate, just to not overwhelm your children or make it too challenging. You know, it's a gift to respect the natural stages of development of each and every one of your children. It's also super valuable to keep these learning sessions fun and short. You know, try avoiding too much repetition as it could actually be a hindrance to memory. Children delight in memory book work, and they do so with such a skill that amazes most adults. Too often we adults have really lost this innate ability. I've seen firsthand how profoundly poetry creates a solid foundation and readiness for higher level language skills. It is super helpful to remember that we're building up their storehouse of rich language that will help facilitate the writing skills further down the road. Poetry involves sophisticated language patterns that, well, once learned through memory, actually create a highway to higher thinking. So how do we do it? We make it fun and we keep it short. It's especially effective when you make these memorization sessions fun and encourage your children to put a little bit of drama into each recitation as expression through drama is another valuable skill that helps creativity. A great way to have your children own it, that is, one of the things that worked for our family was to paste a copy of each poem that they learned in a blank book and then to have them illustrate their very own poems on the accompanying pages. This gave our children a real sense of accomplishment and mastery, as well as providing us with this beautiful treasured keepsake. Just as important is to keep these sessions, these poems, fresh by having one day a week for recalling previously learned poems. This way it keeps it fresh in their minds throughout the year. 
you will be astounded by how many times they learn how many poems that they have learned and how many they continue to know by heart. So, well, Paula, how do you go about it? Well, here's an easy process that I have used with my children, okay? And the many families that I've had the honor to coach. You begin by reading aloud the poem to your children. You include the title and the author. Next, on the following day, add the just, just, the first four lines. Express for your child the rhythm, the meter, the subject matter, and you'll find a more engaged listener. Remember to say these first lines out loud to your child and then ask them to repeat what you just said. Do this only two or three times max, keeping it light, easy, and fun. Repeating lines too many times can hinder memorization, so you have to move at their pace. Then on days three and four, begin by asking each child if they remember what they learned yesterday. If they didn't remember anything, that's okay. Just go ahead and help them along. Say it once and ask them to repeat it. You're going to find that you're working on each poem for a few weeks, adding new ones as you go along and continuing previously learned poems at least once a week. So to make it more fun and more rich language skill wise, we add in a bit of drama. Yep. I've added a bit of drama and even used fun prompts you know, little props, dress up props through the years when we did our poetry memorization, because drama provides an expression and a form not included in writing and reading components of any traditional language poem. You know, you will find some children that this is actually one of their strengths, a real access to understanding how to express themselves. So for example, I had my children actually perform from when they were really little, Aesop's Fables. They would memorize an Aesop fable. We love the book done by Milo Winter. His illustrations are amazing. And they have this version called the Read and Listen. So you can have a downloadable MP3. And so you can listen to somebody and have that be something to help them facilitate the learning. Anyway, the illustrations are just beautiful. And the readings are done with rich language and descriptive vocabulary, and I found it to be a very faithful, age-appropriate version of the Aesop's fables. So anyway, I would have my children look over the pictures in the book, pick out one of the fables, and there's really no need to do them, you know, from the beginning of the book throughout. Any order is actually going to work. The stories you find are short enough for little children to begin to appreciate poetry, to hear rhythm, meter, expression. And as an added bonus, Aesop's fables are a great way to be able to recall enough information to put on a mini play. Try to enlist other family members in the performance, letting the child lead, but offer help. You can practice your performance to show family or friends. And once you have a few stories under your belt, you know, our children also loved doing plays of the classic Mother Goose rhymes, which can also be substituted for the Aesop fables anytime. Perhaps you're reading aloud together. Well, you could also add in a bit of drama to your daily read alouds with different voices and emotions, and even asking the children to take turns reading aloud with expression.
We would always read aloud Shakespeare or Greek and Roman plays, each family member taking a different part. It was often hilarious, but oh so memorable. If you're not reading aloud yet, yes, even with the children who are reading to themselves, oh, there are just so many beautiful benefits. And I discuss them in my blog called How to Make Read Read Aloud Time Work. You can click the link in the blog article on the website catholichomeschool.online or in catholichomeschoolcommunity.com where this blog is posted. Did you know that there's even patron saints for poets? Our beautiful Catholic faith is filled with beauty and poetry from the Psalms to the Song of Songs. We have the gifts of the music they create in our souls. We even have a patron saint for poets to share with our children. Yes, Saint Columba. It's fitting that Columba is venerated as a patron saint of poets. In his Iona Abbey, it was a vital institution in the production of literature in Scotland. And like other monasteries, the monks of Iona would have taught reading and writing to the brothers within their community. In 575, Columba spoke at the assembly of Drum Cheta in defense of poets facing criticism from the Irish ruling class. He also is credited as a poet himself, although we can't really know for certain if the poems traditionally attributed to him are truly his own work. But more than that, though, it's fitting because St. Columba strikes quite a poetic figure, you know, the man who sailed into Scotland from across the sea and taught languages. And that's a quote from Alex Aldred. He was a writer in residence with uh, Historic Scotland. Both poetry and drama add that essential element to paving the way for a connection to God. They play to our imagination, to recall images, thoughts, expressions at will, which is a fundamental skill to achieve active relationships with others, with God, and with our mind and soul. This skill requires much practice, and it can start in the early years with your preschooler and last all through the high school years. The memories you make together and the enjoyment you have together with poetry and drama truly results in making all of us become the lifelong learners we are called to be by God. In the blog article, I have three books I recommend. I recommend Laura Berquist's Harp and Laurel Wreath, Favorite Poems Old and New, and the Aesop's Fables. You'll find links to those. Now it's your turn. Are you adding poetry and drama? And how are you doing it? Please comment at catholichomeschool.online in the blog. And may God bless you abundantly.